0: Hey mama. Hey mama. Hey mama. What's you doing? Hello friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide Podcast. My name is Deborah Lane, and I am the host of the podcast. And I appreciate you all joining me again this week. I am always so grateful. I'm sure you all get tired of hearing me say that, but I really am. This week marked the passing of over 2,000 downloads for the podcast. And I just want to tell you all, I am so grateful, excited, thrilled, and looking forward to having many more. So I really appreciate that. This week, I have had the wonderful privilege of my older daughter being here from Canada. And those of you that follow me on social media, you know that she lives in Canada and she is pregnant with her first child. And I am so excited to be able to spend a couple of weeks with her. And my son-in-law, he has been in Europe playing for the Canadian national team, playing basketball for the Canadian national team. So um, they will be rejoining each other soon back in Canada. But I am so grateful that she has been able to be with Ava and I here in North Carolina. This week is or this week this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend. And for those of us in the United States, it's where we honor the fallen uh, men and women that have served in the military and so just want to put that out there thank you thanking them for their service and honoring the ones that have passed since my daughter Bree has been here I have been thinking a lot about the subject that I'm going to be talking about today and it is about parenting with adult children And I know my podcast is about co-parenting, but so much of it obviously relates to parenting in general. And I have thought so much about how my relationship with Brie has changed and grown since she's been an adult and just kind of wanted to share with you all some ideas and thoughts that I had about parenting our adult children. And especially as, as my family moves into a different stage with Brie having her own child, it even ch- it changes again. But I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine who has some young adult children now. And it kind of started making me think about how my relationship with Brie has evolved and how it's turned from, the diaper changing, the hustle and bustle of back and forth to school, the driving to soccer practice or basketball practice or tennis, and how as so goes life, right? So you might feel relieved or conflicted about the change. And I know for me, I remember with Bree when she was done playing high school basketball and went on to play college basketball, that when she was done playing what they call AAU, I felt so lonely because I literally for five or six years had based my entire vacation schedule around AAU tournaments and basketball, long weekends. And so I totally felt like, what am I doing? And It's so interesting how parenting changes, right? And how you enter a new phase of parenthood. And there are different ways that we can parent and co-parent our adult children. And I just wanted to give you all some ideas about how you can better parent your adult children. And the first one is to the first thought I had was about recognizing and respecting differences. And if you and your child have conflicts before they're adults, right, they're not going to disappear when they turn 18. And I very well know that. And I know for me, because I mean, I don't think I'm controlling, but Brie might have a different thought about it. But I really tried to help her a lot through college and how she thought and how, what she needed to do. And there were, we definitely had clashes. I'm not going to pretend that we didn't. And there were times that as a mother, I felt very conflicted about her going off. I remember when she went off to college and because she was a, a student athlete, she had to get there in the summer and do summer classes with the whole team, and I remember her saying that she was going out to a party late at night, and I got so upset because she was just, you know, a new person there on college campus. She's so young, 18 or 19, and I was so upset, and kind of releasing that control. I just remember being really, really upset about it, and um, I was just scared something was going to happen to her, I guess. And I think if you have a conflict with your child, like I said, it won't go away when they turn 18. And it can be a conflict as simple as a personality conflict, right? You're not going to get along um, with all your children. I didn't get along necessarily with my parents. So it's normal, I think. And if they live under your roof, that can just intensify the arguments for sure. And I think if you... Like, switch your brain in thinking about them as children and thinking about them as young adults. And you accept and even try to celebrate the uniqueness of your child. Be able to think about it like they're such a unique person and try to think about the qualities that you love about them. And while you might not always agree with their life choices, as their independence grows, and you can see it. I believe that finding the joy in connecting without conflict is so important. So recognizing and respecting their differences. I also think that sharing our wisdom and our insight on things without being critical. And I think as a mother, that's hard to do probably as a father too but as a mother it it is it's hard for me especially years ago when she was like 18 19 20 and I knew she was an adult but yet I wanted to tell her you have to be careful you have to do this and even changing the way you say it so you can say things like have you thought about doing this instead of you should do this have you thought about approaching it this way. And so sharing your wisdom on on a situation. And I also think it's really, really, really important to when you are kind of switching from a teenager to a young adult, when they are going through that stage that you share some of your own stories of conflict when you were a teenager and a young adult. I think that can be really, really helpful and just trying so hard not to criticize the choices they're making and say, hey, you know, I wish you would have made a better choice, but maybe if you'd look at it this way, or maybe if you could do it this way, it's all about wording, right? And how, you know, I always say, if you can make them believe that they came up with the idea, it, it is so good. So I feel like sharing our wisdom and doing it with grace and with sensitivity I believe that is one way that you can build a strong bond of understanding and empathy with your child. And it helps them learn how to communicate with other adults as well. The next one that I was thinking about was setting boundaries with your adult children, with our adult children. And no matter what the living arrangements are, if the adult children, if your adult children are living at home or they're living somewhere else, Or whatever the living situation is, you're still going to need boundaries, right? And there may be times when you are the first person they call, right, in a crisis. And I know for me, whenever anything that's a crisis happens with Bree, I know, I know she calls me, and I obviously I would do the same thing with her. And if your kids can look at you as a friend. And really think about if it crosses the line, right? In terms of setting your boundaries. So just because our children are adults doesn't mean that you should tell them all the intimate decisions and discussions that you're having at home with your partner or your spouse. And I think setting the ground rules for or how to disagree is really important. And I know I've evolved a lot because with Brie, and I know there have been times when she has said, said things or done things, and I have purposely not responded because I I didn't want to have that conflict. And I didn't want to have that because I'm just like, you know what? I just need to be quiet and just let them know that I love them But this is a boundary. Setting boundaries with adult children, it will probably feel uncomfortable. Um, I know for me it does, although I don't have strong boundaries. And I think part of that is because I am not married. And so it's Ava, Bree and I. And so I feel like, you know, I'm all about being a mom. I can appreciate, though, how important it is to set boundaries. Another thing I thought about when thinking about parenting adult children is do things that you love to do together. And I think as the parenting roles changes for us as parents, if you have loved to go shopping, like make dates and still go shopping with your child, or if you've always, I know Bree and I attended a ton of basketball games together whenever we get a chance, we go to basketball games together and it is a way of bonding. And there's really no reason to stop. Even when you're you, you know, you become an adult and they're an adult and you'll discover over time, new things that you both love. And if you have any traditions or hobbies or activities that you think you would like to do, and you can include the adult child, And really make a commitment to enjoying them together on a regular basis if you could. I know I wish so much that I could spend more time going to basketball games and AAU games and doing things that Bree and I love to do. But I think making, even if it's something new, um, making memories obviously is so important. In thinking about your adult child getting married and and having a partner and committing to a life with someone else, I think at first, I think it's hard to share your child with a significant other. I know I love Alex so much, and he's a wonderful husband to Bree, and I'm so grateful for him. But I think in the beginning, when they I first knew they were serious and were going to be together, I think it's hard to share your child. Or I know I remember specifically Brie coming home with ideas and thoughts about stuff and thinking, where did she get that? Because she didn't get it from me. So <laughs> where does she get that? But I think that those relationships are an important stage to launching one's independence, right? So all those decisions and those relationships that they have, even if they don't go to marriage, they still are very important time when a a child is learning to be independent. And so it's so important for us as parents, I think, to be open-minded, to be gracious when you meet this new person, even if you don't like them, right? You can still be open-minded and gracious and find ways to get to know them without being extra critical or pushy and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're letting go of your adult children but giving them the room and the space to grow and learn at their own pace is in is so important. Another thing that I think is super important about parenthood is becoming more like a consultant and not like head of the house or or a CEO, I guess you could say. So learning to be have you thought about this or instead of saying you need to do this and I touched on it earlier, but this phase of our parenthood, it's not about being in charge of their life as we, you know, when they're younger, we tell them exactly what to do and they have to do it. But instead It might look like we're offering advice and guidance that the adult child could implement or could not or they could dismiss us totally. Right. But I think it's important to look at parenting adult children and being a consultant for them and not necessarily head of the house or a CEO. Being a sounding board for your adult children is super important and I believe that it creates an atmosphere in which our kids feel like they can talk to us about anything. I know with Brie, I feel like she can talk to me about anything and I want her to feel that way. Sometimes I think she shares a lot of information (laughs) like silly information it's so cute though but we're so close and I always tell everyone you know that we grew up together and that's really we really did I was so I was 20 you know when I had her so always feel like we grew up together but creating a space and an atmosphere in which your children can always feel like they can talk to you is so important and I think adult children will not always ask for advice but they might be a sounding board or they might ask you to be a sounding board and ask your opinion what do you think about this and I think keeping those lines of communication open is so important and you know for me I use facial expressions so much and so if Bree is telling me something and if I were to like roll my eyes make a face she knows exactly what I mean by that and that may stop her from sharing everything with me so I think that keeping a poker face um, when they do talk about stuff that you're uncomfortable with is very very important to making sure that our children know that we're here for them even with quote adult conversation one of the last things I think is um, having family meetings on a regular occurrence now I do not have the privilege of having Brie with me all the time. I see her a few times a year because she lives in Canada. But we talk so much every day, probably two or three or four times a day. It just depends. Ask Alex. He knows. And he's editing the podcast. So I'm sure he's laughing right now thinking, oh, yeah, they talk a lot. We FaceTime all the time. And so I think that if you have family meetings or if you have, you know, Sundays growing up for us. It was Sunday dinner was always, you know, we always did that with my my mom and family after church. Keeping everyone on the same page might be tricky if you have a big family, but regular family meetings, I think, allow a safe place for siblings and parents to talk about whatever concerns them. And really it can be a place where I think that you can process hard conversations or difficult things together as a family. And even though for me personally, I don't have a husband and or a partner. I think that Ava, Bree and I, we always talk all three of us, whether it's FaceTime or whatever. So keeping that constant family gathering time is so important. There are two things that have, as I thought about this subject and about Bree, my daughter in particular, and it's when our adult children ignore us and how that feels, right? And not, I understand not every parent and child have a great relationship. And I think when you go into adulthood, that there is always that risk that that gap can widen, whereas if you weren't close before, it might even be less close. And so if your child, your adult child ignores you as a parent, looking for ways to foster a healthier relationship is super important. And I think that during this time when they're shifting to young adulthood, that the dynamics of the relationship change because the authority has shifted, right? So trying to find common interest. So for instance, if your son loves car racing, then go go with him or ask him if you can go with him to a, an event together. I know that my son whom everyone knows I place for adoption, but we have an open adoption relationship. I was in Florida to see him and I had um, he loves um, hot rod cars. I don't. Sorry, Nico, but he I, but he particularly likes BMWs, but they're souped up and they're very fast and very loud. And he goes to these car meets and and I want a vibrant relationship with him and he's an adult you know he's 21 years old and so I'm like I really want to find a way to connect with him where it's not like a birth mother mother relationship and so we went to a car meet. And it was wonderful. We had the best time he knew people, he talked, and he was in his element, right. And it opened up a new side of him to me. And I loved that. So I think as our children are adulting, finding those kind of ways to connect with them is such a, it really opens up the relationship. And if you have like a painful relationship with your child and now they're an adult and they're they're not really communicating with you or responding to you no matter what the situation I think being persistent in pursuing the relationship with your adult child is so important even when even though your child completely ignores you and you've already attempted, and you've asked, and they don't respond to you. I think giving them time and space is important and work really hard at not taking it personally. And I also think that consistently expressing your desire for a relationship and that you love them without putting any heaviness, attaching any heaviness to it, like any demands, I think they would come around when they're ready and I really think that those things will help if you have an adult child that is ignoring you and the last one I was thinking about was when you're disrespected by your adult children trying to set your feelings or prepare your heart when you are disrespected I feel like That in this new phase of parent-child relationships, adult children shouldn't be testing you or rebelling against you anymore, right? Because you don't have the rules. But you still need to be respected. And so you need to think about in what ways and what boundaries you are going to put in place. It can be really really hard for parents to say no to children right especially if they move back into the house and say they're you're feeling disrespected because maybe they're not doing the laundry or they're not doing their dishes um i feel like that as the adult and if it's your house that you should say these are the rules here if you don't like them You can leave. I remember when Bree came back, I think from college, and I felt like that she wasn't looking for a job quick enough. Told her, you have so much time to get a job. I'm not playing. I don't want to come into the house when I'm working all day and dishes be everywhere and the house be a mess and you've literally been on your phone all day not going to happen. And so that's part of that respect, right? And so I think if you set your boundaries, and then if they cross them, that is them. And learning to watch them struggle might be hard. But I really think that sometimes you set the boundaries, you say, this is what I need for respect for me and my house. And then let them make the choices. We need to be able to support our children without getting lost in the process, right? Because in helping the children, you could, oh, well, I normally do this on Saturdays, but I am going to go get groceries so I make sure he has enough food in the house. You know, we start that super mothering again, right? Instead of saying, well, he's going to be okay because I'm still going to do me and he's an adult and he needs to do him. And so I think that all those things can help when to set boundaries and to feel respected. These are the things I've thought about and have helped me. And I am working on my ever-changing relationship with Bree. This life phase is totally different. You have major issues, obviously, talking to peers or those in a similar situation, or of course, a family therapist is a positive starting point. But I think that if we can ease the growing pains of parent child adult relationships, and really switch our thinking from being the mother figure, even though we will be the mother figure, but looking at that parent child relationship, as more of a peer-to-peer relationship, it can really go a long ways toward developing a wonderful parent-adult-child relationship. I hope that, like I said, that this has helped you and I so look forward to your feedback. As always, you can Uh, find me on Facebook and Instagram. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. I am enjoying this last full week with Brie. We're having her baby shower on Sunday, which I'm so excited. And um, we're just going to have a great time for this next week and enjoy our last few days together. So thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Hey, Mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on co parenting your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at DebraLenay.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast. And I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Linnae, and remember for this week to leave your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.